Here's Isaac. And this is the Game Over Hangover <laughs> This is Game Over Hangover Podcast. Alright, so we got uh, quite the show for you guys tonight. Uh, not going to get into too many details. You're just going to have to listen and see what we got planned for you guys. But before we get started, um, we were actually going to record a few nights ago because it was National Podcast Day. But with, with how fucked up our schedules is, we just couldn't really get to it. But before we start, I would like to... I would like to personally thank a couple of people that have really supported us and with this and just given all the love and support that we have. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Uh, shout out to to Rudy and the guys from Not Your Average Nerds. That's another podcast that any of you guys are listening to. You should definitely look into that one if you're into like the nerdy podcast type shit. So th- again, thank you guys. If you guys listen, I know you do. Um, just, man, we're... We didn't think that we were going to have a lot of what well, we would. We've been trying to get through this done for a while. We were when we were first talking about it, we were just joking around. But then we met those guys and we're like, oh, shit, we actually fucking do this. Yeah, they're words of encouragement. So, I mean, and to thank you to all the other uh, people who listen. I mean, yeah, you know, thank you a lot. I mean, we didn't think we'd get a huge audience, but yes, I mean, we really appreciate the people who do this. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, so starting off today, we are going through the usual, you know, movies, toys, comics, games, etc. We're starting off today with movies and television with the announcement of Jamie Foxx has been casted as Electro in the new Tom Holland Spider-Man movie that's starting filming here pretty soon, which if you... Which, if any, any of you have seen The Amazing Spider-Man 2, starring Andrew Garfield, back in 2014, I think it was 2014, uh, he played Electro as well. Now, it has been, it, there's been a lot of hearsay about it being that particular version of Electro, or if it's going to be something new, but either way, that's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, I think it'll be some kind of like a, it'll be like the same character, just kind of like a reimagining. Yeah. Kind of like uh, I think I was saying, like, polishing up his origin story and then getting yeah. kind of, I mean, gets more free range. Yeah. You got more, more I mean, room to play with him. Yeah, which I think it would be cool, too, if they, since Marvel is, they're starting making their way towards um, the multiverse. So that might be a way for them to line up for a live action Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. Which yeah. we do, which we do love our Spider-Man here, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that one, I mean, it gives it more more connection to, like, keeping, I guess, like, opening up the universe. So, I mean, it gets the, gets the connection to the Andrew, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe. And then, I mean, you have... Uh, uh, Tom McGuire. Yeah. And then, Which they did sort of already... Put in, throw in their like their own Tom McGuire Easter egg already from uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home with bringing back J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, which he himself has already said that that's actually his version of Jonah, just just you know, older. Yeah, yeah, going through his past. So yeah, so I mean, it would be see that would be kind of I mean, it'd be still the same Jonah, yeah, just different universe is basically the same the same guy and, and the Spider-Man are just different. He has the same feelings. 
Yeah. <laughs> e- either way, it's it was still a pretty cool cameo. Oh yeah, and that that's a good way to connect the universes and stuff like that. And I like J.K. Simmons, uh, uh, J. J. Jonah Jameson. He's always hilarious. Bring me pictures of Spider-Man. Uh, wasn't he the uh, the voice on the game? Uh, yeah, he's been he. Well, not the. I don't think he was the voice for the. Uh, oh, I'm gonna look that up for the. So like the, the new Spider. Well, not the new one. But, well, I guess it's the right one. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's his voice on the radio. Like about Spider-Man, the menace. That's uh, that's pretty dope though. That they got him in the game and stuff like that. But, like, you'd be surprised how many uh, how many actors are getting into the the voice acting game. Yeah, which he wasn't. No, it he was not the he was not the voice. It was someone else. Oh. Yeah, but he has voiced him in cartoons and stuff though. Yeah. Was he the was he the was he the original or like the in the uh, in the the ninety Spider Man? No, no, it wasn't him. Well, he played the Punisher. Oh yeah. And whoever fucking played his voice in the fucking the game, you're a fucking good voice actor too, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pass the mic over to our guest speaker tonight, uh, my buddy Jacob, which you might recognize from one of our previous episodes. So here you go, Jacob, take it away. Um, just to add on a little bit what Isaac said there, um, you know, uh, whoever voiced him in the game, you you are just fantastic. That that voice on the radio playing was so flashback to J.K. You know, like that was just such a flashback to hear. Just be running around committing these acts as Spider-Man. A little bit more insulting, knowing that you committed said acts with such a good voice actor playing him. Did a really good job. Yeah, yeah, but it's gonna be interesting going back to Jamie Fox. I mean, he's dude. He is getting into that roster of superhero films lately with Project Power. Um, he's gonna be playing the rebooted version of Spawn too, and now going back to Electro. Man, he's gonna be rolling on that superhero money. Oh yeah. I mean, he's also playing Mike Tyson, so to some people, Mike Tyson's a superhero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's in talks. He's in talks to play Mike Tyson. He's. I mean, he's even talked to actual Mike Tyson to, uh, you know, be like, hey man, I want to do your bio and take you to church. So, oh hell yeah! I mean, he's, he's got range. <laughs> he's surprising. Yeah, but yeah, it's interesting to see what's gonna take place with that. Third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie because they're also trying to build up the Sinister Six too with all the Venom spinoffs, stuff like that, like uh, Morbius, which that movie looks fucking great. Yeah, Morbius and then the uh, uh, Venom Two. Yeah, which Venom Two was actually supposed to be released uh, last Friday in theaters, but fucking COVID, you know. Change all their shooting schedules and shit like that. I I hope that gives them more time to like, <laughs> like go actually like look over the movie and like their scripts and like yeah. you know, publish up. Yeah, because I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited for it because we get to see fucking Carnage, but I'm not so sure. About Woody Harrelson is Carnage. No, that wig, bro. Like that fucking wig. It's at least. He looks like a fucking he looks like a fucking serial killer Ronald McDonald. He does. 
and I think anybody who knows, you know, who's seen Woody Harrelson movies, I mean, name any of them, any role he's been in, I think you can just kind of see he's not really a good actor fit. I don't think in general with like Carnage, like despite even how he looks, he's just not the, yeah. the acting prowess of him is not what should be played in that role. I mean, don't get me wrong. Woody Harrelson's a good fucking actor. I mean, a lot of his roles are fucking amazing. But to play a psychotic serial killer, that mindset, especially for one as Carnage, if you actually know like Carnage's backstory and stuff like that, all the facts about him, he's a pretty fucked up dude. Yeah. He's in a fucking cell, in a fucking room, <laughs> fucking guarded twenty-four-seven. Yeah. Like one of those fucking. Uh, Electric yeah, but he's I mean, that's pretty much he's pretty much the Hannibal Lecter of the Marvel Universe, so well, yeah, well, yeah, and it's like, oh, what do you like, really? Like, kind of a stretch, yeah. I mean, he's a good actor, though, like I said, he definitely goes all out for his roles, but he's more of the sarcastic, you know. Hard loving, probably gonna swear at you a lot, kind of guy. Yeah. It seems like you'd have to do so much to him. Yeah. To make him play that, like not like like pay him or like a contract and stuff, just like like costume makeup. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just to I don't know to get that look. Yeah, but it seems like they should have at least brought some. I don't know. I guess someone younger. Yeah, but like you said, though, it's going to be, with them doing, with all this shit getting pushed back, it's definitely going to be good for them to do reshoots and do all this crap just to perfect the film. I mean, that's honestly the good thing about, in my opinion, about COVID and everything with all these movies getting pushed back that gives the directors and the directors stuff and editors to go back, think about shit and just try to perfect the movies. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard, though, because, you know, can't do shooting because of COVID and all that crap. But it does, it, it's the fucking movie world. I mean, you you really only need like probably, what? like, four people for production. Yeah. And then the actors and stuff there. So you can probably keep it under ten people pretty easily. Yeah. Like, you know, you just need your sound. And then, like, your sound people and other people, they're, like, they're, like, six feet apart and shit sometimes. I think it'll be. I think it's, it'll be a lot easier to film a movie because you want you don't have to have like all this like. Over, I think it's a lot of overproduction when they shoot it. They got like fucking thirty people working on a set and shit, like at one time. I think it'll like cut that shit down, and then you just need the basics, like an actor, fucking actress, a camera, and fucking a boom mic. You know what I mean? Only you need the fucking director there. You can fucking yeah. Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. All right. But moving off from Spider-Man, we're gonna continue here in the MCU with the Nick Fury show, the Nick Fury Disney Plus show that is currently in the works, also with starring Samuel L. Jackson. In if you're an MCU fan for sure, Samuel L. Jackson has been there from the beginning. To play Nick Fury in his cameo for an Iron Man one, where they sort of introduced the Avenger, the idea of the Avengers in that one, and he's just been a main staple of the whole entire Marvel Cinematic Universe since. And I mean, come on, dude, it's 
Sam Jackson, dude. Like, Samuel. fuck. Yeah, I enjoy his role. I think I think the Nick Fury thing is just like a little too late. Like, you know, like, but I don't know because I guess in which one? The other movie where they killed Nick Fury, but he was fucking uh, uh fucking alien. I forgot. The fucking oh, that that was um, that was uh Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah. Yeah, those were the uh, scrolls. They sort of introduced those in Captain Marvel, which you haven't seen Captain Marvel. And then they he was just in some fucking, he was like, just relaxing in some fucking space fucking center and shit. So it's like. He was on vacation. Oh, he was on vacation. Is that, is that what the fucking thing's gonna be about? Victory on vacation? <laughs> You're, I think, like, that is a very good point. Like what you brought up, um, just kind of a little bit of not making sense, a little bit played out. But I do believe that you're gonna see, you're gonna see high ratings because I mean not to be like stupid and classic, but like it's Samuel motherfucking Jackson. So you're gonna see high ratings. It's a, like this but show yeah. is inevitably gonna be popular just because it's Samuel L. Jackson. Like, yeah, but it's not gonna be like the Samuel L. Jackson to mean fucking Disney Samuel L. Jackson. That is true. You got me there. Like, yeah, but it is Samuel Jackson. That's all. Yeah, they might let him get a motherfucker in there, dude. You never know. If they do, that would push ratings up twenty three percent at least. They might just give him fucking. This is not rated. Watch it, right? That's what I'm saying. So that's what I just wanted to pitch in quick. Is Samuel Jackson's gonna bring it? Might have to rent it off. If you're an adult, you have money and you can buy this. You can watch it. Well, I mean, that's what Disney Plus did anyway. That's what Disney Plus, I think, is going towards if they do like straight to, like straight to digital releases, because they did that with uh, fucking Mulan, where you had to pay not only like, you had to have the Disney Plus subscription, they had to pay like another thirty bucks just to watch the movie. You don't even get to keep it. That's good. I mean, paying the whole thirty. It's it's thirty bucks that's added. More than your fucking service fucking yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's the only way you can fucking watch it. You're not gonna be able to save it onto your system or whatever. You can only watch it as long as you have a Disney Plus subscription, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. It shouldn't be at least. It should at least be like a ten dollar No, it was like it was a twenty nine. It was like twenty nine ninety nine plus tax or some shit like that. Plus tax. Yeah. Disney, please do not listen to our podcast. We will talk shit about you. Yes, Disney will see you in court. Um. Anyway, a little just movie buff hack of the day. If you are a movie fan, like I assume if you listen to this podcast, like all three of us sitting here, you would be. Um. If you have a tablet or a smartphone, does not work on any smart TVs, but Stremio is a great app. Has many movies before they are even out in theaters course possibly use a vpn if you're concerned but stremio great app hope we don't i hope we don't get copyrighted for that somebody say we don't own rights to stremio fuck it's all it should be <laughs> <laughs> all right nah that's like what were you saying um but yeah i mean It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson fucking um, 
It's probably actually take the role. It's like, you know, like do you really want it? Do you really want to what how many episodes probably be like a six I mean I mean shit, like before before he even be actually became Nick Fury, he was already Nick Fury. Like um in Marvel's uh, Ultimate Universe that was started in like two thousand the early two thousands, yeah. they actually based their version of Nick Fury off of Samuel L. Jackson. But it's like, I don't know. It's like Nick Fury is a badass in himself too. Like, oh yeah, like he straight up told George Lucas they wanted a purple lightsaber. That's what he got. Last time I'm going to chime in here for a while because I am not a regular person on here. But, uh, yeah, I've been saying that for years. Samuel L. Jackson wanted a motherfucking purple lightsaber, and he got a motherfucking purple lightsaber, okay? That's what he got. So, like, that's what I'm saying with that acting prowess. Like, nowhere in Star Wars lore was a purple lightsaber until Samuel L. Jackson came along and said, make that purple for me. So, that's yeah, all I'm going to say. But that's young. probably the last time I'm going to chime in for a while. <laughs> that's pretty badass. He not only got a lightsaber, but they made fucking lore about it. Yeah. Just just on that person. Why the black and white they were Yeah. That's that's fucking dope. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, fucking alright. I mean it'll be interesting to see. Yep, that and from that, we are going to move on straight to a little off of Marvel, going to DC with um, season six, uh, Supergirl the on the CW, uh, part of the whole Arrowverse, which is still is slowly starting to die off, in my opinion, because they already canceled Arrow, and now Supergirl is next on the chopping block. After season six, it is being canceled. Yeah, which well, I mean, they're trying to move on. They're trying to get yeah, they're they're doing all sorts of superheroes. Little yeah, because they're already they're already doing all their different spinoffs from their Arrow is actually doing two spinoffs since it got canceled since it, since it ended. Yeah, they're doing Arrow twenty forty, which is like the next generation of Arrow, where it's like his kids in the future and shit. Then uh, another one, uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries. And shit like that. Then the Arrowverse just has a whole bunch of other superhero shows that are just branching out. Who does who does he end up ha- Green Arrow end up having babies with? Uh, he has a son named William, who he had, which was from a booty call from before he became Green Arrow. Okay. And then his daughter Mia, which is the dot, which is his daughter with Felicity, the nerd chick. The nerd chick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They end up getting married and having a kid. And then she takes up the the uh, mantle of Green Arrow in the future. Hell yeah, dude! Look, yeah, she was gay. Green Arrow. There might, and then when the Flash was introduced, they had to like their own like little. She was banging the Flash, dude. No, no, she wasn't banging. They just shared a kiss on a on a train. Okay, Flash, dude. Oh, Felicity gets around. I mean. I'm not gonna lie, she's hot as fuck. So, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's season six of Supergirl. It's going to be the final season, which I believe that will sort of spin off into the the new Lois and Clark type series that's going to be coming out too. Yeah. I mean, it's already been confirmed. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called... I think it. I think it's. But they already had like a. They had loads of Clark. Yeah. Back in the day with that. Oh yeah, it actually is called Superman and Lois. Okay, it was gonna have to have a different name. They've already done Lois and Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Yeah. Which I've actually, yeah, which I've actually met Dean Kane too, and he's pretty dope. That fucker guy was everywhere in the nineties. Hell yeah. Yeah. He was actually the only Superman that did not get a cameo in Crisis on Infinite Earths, which made me kind of sad. Yeah, I mean he's he's. No, no. When I met him, he was pretty big. All that money, and then you know, he can't go nowhere. Yeah. I'm gonna get fat. Right. But yeah, um, what uh, what season is the Flash on? Uh, they're going on season seven now, which that is pretty much their best show in the Arrowverse. Yeah. Because I know we were watching a couple more seasons into it. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty fucking popular. Yeah. I mean, they've they've been doing a lot of a lot of a lot of shit with it, especially with the Flash, because he can fucking time travel and do all this other shit. So, yep. I mean, you can, there's a lot of stuff you can do. I'm surprised the Arrow fucking lasts as long as it did. Yeah, I know we were watching it the other day, and I know how much you said that it was it was shit. So it wasn't shit. Like the first the first couple seasons, it's just like it just um, gets really repetitive. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. It seems. And then, like, I don't know, just so much happens, and it's like, I don't know. It's like, how do you not know this fucking guy? Like, the first couple of seasons, like, how the fuck do you not know that this fucking guy is the fucking green arrow, like the arrow, or whatever fucking name you give him, the hood, or something like that. All of a sudden, Oliver Queen fucking shows back up, and then this fucking arrow dude shows up. Like, what? Nobody puts fucking two and two together? Like, fuck. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, come on. It's like, there's like, like all those scenes, like in the first, I think the first couple seasons, where it's like, where he's almost caught, but he's not. He's just miraculously like, like there's some miraculous situation where it's just like, oh, that can't be Oliver. He's right here. Look, but and then he gets this fucking bodyguard involved, and he's like, hey, you go pose over here, and I'll pose over here, and they won't think it's me. <laughs> I'm like, what? like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. Oh, dude, it gets it gets worse throughout the series. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. And then you get those other fucking humans or whatever. Super, oh, God. I don't know. I guess it, it, corny. I guess it would be. Yeah. Way, I guess they're trying to get, but I mean, it's I mean somewhat of fucking the CW. So that's where it fucking started. So I mean, yeah. The, the production value wasn't the fucking best, but I mean they did. They I mean for. For the time it came out, it was probably probably really good. But yeah. now it's like, yeah, <laughs> everybody knows you're the fucking arrow. Like, what the fuck is the point? Shit, that was the whole like plot behind season seven of Arrow. 
he actually went to prison because he was the Green Arrow. Like, everyone in prison knew he was Green Arrow, and he lasted there for months. I'm just like, how is this man not dead? Yeah. Like, all your supervillains are in the prison with you. And then this fucking flashback trip. I can't really keep track of fucking where he's at or how he fucking got there. It's like, he just shows up on an island and then he's part of the Russian mob and then he joins the Yakuza and then he's fucking, fucking, like, it's like, I don't know what, like, like, how did you have all this time to do all this shit and then show up fucking back in your city? Like, I understand it's like 10 years, but fucking. Oh, five. Five, five, actually. You did all this shit in five years? Yeah. Five fucking years? Five. Well, fuck you. That's bullshit. And then you just show up with all these fucking... I understand it's a comic book show, but... This is fucking, like, lost and fucking... I don't know. I don't know. That island is some... That's probably the same lost island. They got fucking lost on that plane. He got lost on his plane. The same fucking island. That's probably the same universe. Fuck it. That just hits the nail on the head with this show. I mean, ever since that, honestly, the first two seasons came out, I had a friend that recommended it to me, swore it was the best show he's ever seen, and I watched it, and I was so disappointed. I said, okay, first of all, the exact same thing Isaac over here said, just, you're the green, like, how does no, this is just, how does nobody notice you're the green, like, this is just ridiculous, like, so yeah, everything that they just said hits the nail on the head with that show. It was such a ridiculous show, and I'm not surprised it, or I'm surprised it lasted yeah, as long as it did. How many seasons it last? Eight. But the only reason why it lasted, I feel like it lasted so long, is because of all the other shows were sort of the spinoff of that one. Then they had to bring him in for the fucking the crossovers, crossovers and shit. I think, I think that's the only reason it lasted so long. Show. Yeah. Like they were like, "This story started in your crossover." Oh, great. I mean, shit, the last season was only 10 episodes, too. <laughs> it's like, we can tell the story pretty quick, I guess, you know? Yeah. Like I said, and then it got, like, repetitive. It just seems like, you know, he would fucking lose, and then he'd go back, and then somebody would tell him something, and he'd be like, oh, that's a okay. And then, Motivational speech. I know. And it's like, it always seemed like a, like a pussy. He always seemed like he needed somebody else to beat him. Yeah. Like, he's in, like, you know, he's getting all his training and doing all this shit on his own, and then as soon as he fucking gets um, fucking to the city and fucking got all his money and all this shit, then you need, like, Batman. Like, you got fucking well, he actually is supposed to represent, like, the Arrow versus version of Batman. Yeah. Because in that universe, their big three is you got... Batman, which is Green Arrow, you got Wonder Woman, which is Supergirl, then you got Superman, which is the Flash. Wouldn't it be the Wonder Woman be the Flash? Well, I guess like they're like they're big. Superwoman and Super. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like their big three. Yeah. Yeah. So you get what I'm saying now? Yeah. All right. And then Supergirl, I don't know. I mean, it's probably nothing like Smallville. She fucking showed up at Supergirl, so it's like yeah. You know? 
there's no like really origin on well, the somewhat of origin story, but like you know, pretty much the same thing. She fucking got blown here from Krypton and yeah. stuck in a fucking I don't know, was she stuck in a bubble? No, she was stuck in um in the fan- she was stuck in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's in a realm that's in uh, suspended animation, so basically time does not. There's no time. There's like yeah. really no time or space. It's just like. It's a black abyss of nothingness. It's it's just an, it's it's an abyss of nothingness where time does not move, so you don't age or anything. There's fucking nothing there, so it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she was. Uh, I'm surprised she's not a thing. Fuck. I mean, I don't know. I think she's fucking. No. I can't really watch it. You should. You get like I like I've been telling you for years. In order to understand like the crossovers and shit, you actually have to watch all the other shows that lead up to that point. Yeah. Like Supergirl, she fucking saved some shit, and then she fucking had to be Supergirl. Like she has to keep her identity. Is it a fucking secret? I mean, yeah, her 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 identity is a secret. She's a reporter for a magazine. Of course, she wears glasses. Yes. So we just got done talking about Supergirl. Uh, moving right off from the app, from the norm of superhero stuff from Marvel and DC, uh, we actually just got a news today of a new project coming from Andy Samberg and Craig Robinson about their own superhero movie called Super High. Yeah, about uh, superheroes who get their powers from a magical strain of weed. Yes, and. And Andy Samberg and Craig Robinson together, we already know that they're a good pair from uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Jake, Detective Jake Peralta, and the Pontiac Bandit. Alright, but yeah, um, honestly, that, that seems like a project that looks pretty fucking great. But yeah, looks fucking awesome. I mean, uh, Were you just watching the fucking new Trevor Tra- Walls video that I fucking shared? I wasn't watching it. I was fucking shit on my phone and I fucking actually pressed the button. But yeah, it was not. No. Okay. Uh, superheroes that get superheroes from weed. I mean, that is fucking awesome. And I mean, uh, if you haven't noticed on the show, we, we uh, partake in the marijuana jokes um, every once in a while. Just kidding. All day, every day. Yes, and mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. This is just how it's happening. Okay, sorry. He's an adult. He's a grown man. He's a big boy. <laughs> you went for the big boy payment. Yeah, I was going to chime in there and say I've recently <laughs> seen Madison buying the big boy depends. So, Madison's mom, sorry. Um, This is like right up my alley, guys. Um, You know, I'm definitely into the superheroes. Honestly stuff but this is just right up my alley uh this movie's also i'd like to just say say also featuring common too so he'll be in there yeah, um it's, it's really in common doing the i've seen him in a lot of stuff actually like he was in the john wick movies and shit so he's been he's been uh raising his 
them credit, I guess. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, all I have to say is I, as much as I do love these two actors, um, you guys are stepping into a very decorated, big genre of movies with the likes of Tommy Chong, Cheech Marin, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa and Mac then go to high school, Seth Rogen, James Franco and Pineapple Express, you know, you guys are stepping into a really big genre and stuff. So I'm just hoping that it looks good, but I'm hoping that this movie delivers to the point that we expect from this genre. Oh, I think it will. I think with Craig uh, <clears throat> Robinson and Andy Sandberg, I think they're both fucking... They're hilarious. They're both fantastic writers and stuff like that. Yeah. Craig uh, uh, Robinson's produced a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, Which I think he actually helped produce uh, uh, Jane Son and Bob reboot. I think that's why they gave him the role that he did. Yeah. So, I mean, he, like, he's not as had a lot of hands in the uh, like production and stuff like that. I think, I think it's in a pretty good hand. I think it'll be... I think it'll be pretty good. I yeah. Mean, I didn't really. There's, like, I mean, uh, there's really nothing that I've seen Craig Robinson in that I haven't liked. And Andy Sandberg has grown up. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, his older, I mean, his older stuff, I mean, it's kind of out there, but I mean, like, with the writing, like, Brooklyn and stuff like that, showed a little more, I guess, a little more of his range. I mean, yeah, his, like, more of his acting prowess. Yeah. I mean, there's still comedy and there's still that, you know, uh, Uh, Dick and Park Joe humor, but it's yeah. not, it's not, like, over the top, over like, the top. like, South Park can be sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's not, like, over the top, it's in there, and, 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 and the subtleties, I think, make it more funny. Yeah. Like, you have to be honestly paying attention and stuff like that, so I kind of think that kind of, um, that'll, that'll add, that'll roll over into the film and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then, but, I don't know if they're, you don't know, even know who's directing no, like I said, this movie just got announced today. Yeah. So that's so, why we're covering it. Yeah. So I mean, there's they there's a lot of good stuff, I guess, uh, to look forward to. I mean, those two were hilarious. So um, I mean, I think it'll be pretty good. Did you trust the the studio that was producing? Uh, oh, look, uh, New Line. New Line. Okay. Yeah, I think New Line was the one that picked it up. Uh, yeah, just a quick spit. That that was a positive note for me, definitely, on this movie, with New Line being the company that worked on Mac and then High School also. So that was just, you know, that's a definite positive right there. Uh, one of those really big stoner movies that's going to have a good limelight on it, you know, hopefully yeah. from the same production company. New Line has been, uh, has been, has been up there. I remember seeing them fucking back in They were in everything. I think they did the... Uh, turtle movies, didn't they? Uh, yes, they did. Uh, first three? Yeah. Well, New Line was one of the bigger uh, movie studios back in the 90s, for sure. Because sure. New Line also worked with Peter Jackson <laughs> on the Lord of the Rings movies. They're the ones that yeah, push it out. They worked on uh, Friday. I'm pretty yeah. They worked on the Friday movies. So, I mean, like, those are one of those companies, like, you're like, oh my god. And I was like, you, you see that, you hear the music and stuff, and it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I remember hearing that fucking tone, and like, oh, you know this movie's gonna be fucking good. Like, <laughs> like, I like a lot of those, um, uh, a lot of those, I mean, 20th Century Fox has done a lot of them. 
Yeah. Um, Lionsgate. I like a lot of Lionsgate films. So. Yeah. And even yeah. Saban has been getting up there lately with films, too. Yeah, I think he's, he's dipping his more in, in the film and stuff like that. Or he's just trying to get... I mean, he got paid off that fucking that Ranger money. Selling them. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of Rangers, uh, you and I have just been watching uh, Power Rangers RPM. You want to give us your little quick thoughts on that? Um, it's, uh, it's a fucking mind boggle. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't want to say it's trash, but it's, it's. In my opinion, it's completely not a trash, but. It's confusing. It's confused. That's what I'll say. It try, I think it tries to throw too much of like every other seat. I don't know. Trying to combine like everything from all the previous seasons into one season. Yeah. And then, like, there's, I don't know. There's no like, there's no good villain. Like, there's no really huge backstory. I'm like, I guess they go through each of their backstories and they become rangers, but it's still like how it happens. Like, it seems like it all happens in like one day. Yeah. They have somewhat of a backstory, but then like all the shit how they meet up is just like like coincidence. Coincidental, I don't know. It's it's very confusing. Like it's like, yeah. Disney did not go on a high note. Did not go on a high note when they did this last season of Power Rangers that they had the rights to. Yeah, they fucking throw everything at it. See what happens. Right. Like they're fucking RPM is like fucking. They have cars, but they're animals. But they're fucking. And then they have the fucking thing where they only can morph for so long until they fucking run out of power. Yeah. But that's only mentioned like twice in the whole fucking like what the fuck? Like, I don't know. It's fucking. It's confused. It's kind of confused. I mean, it's not. I guess it's, I don't know. It's not terrible. They had its moments, but it's, it's. Yeah, because this is your first time watching that. I. Yeah. I grew up around that whole Disney area where you grew up around the original Mighty Morphin. Yeah. So that's your shit right there. Yeah. My shit was more Dino Thunder, SPD, RPM, Mystic Force, basically the whole Disney era right there. Which, I mean, SPD and fucking Mystic Force were fucking decent. I mean, I've seen, I've watched most of, uh, well, I've seen most seasons, but when I was growing up too, I've seen uh, SPD kind of got me back into it. Yeah. And then then I trailed off after Mystic Force because I was like, well, I mean, that focus, well, the the Morphin Grid actually does have a lot of, like, mystical aspects to it, too. That's how, that's where Rita got her powers from, too. Yeah. She tapped into her, into the mystic side of the Morphin Grid. Yeah. And then she fucking became evil. Yeah. Well, and then became good again. But, I mean, it, I mean, at the time when I was growing up, like, I was like, wizard? I wasn't in the wizard. Yeah. But now I fucking actually watched that on watch the season. It's, it's it's a dope season. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty it's pretty good. Like the storytelling and stuff is is pretty yeah. good. It brings a lot more lore into it and then fucking when Rita shows up as the grand white witch and shit like that, I was like, damn. And then like I mean, it was funny, I mean like, it was it was a good season. Like they fucking I'm not like I don't know. Alright. Yeah. So But yeah, so we and for those of you um, who are big Cobra Kai fans like us, January 8th, we got our official release date for Season 3. 
and a confirmation of a season four currently in production. Cobra Kai never dies, motherfuckers. Definitely, um, you know, huge Cobra Kai fan over here. Netflix released the season three teaser, you know, 30, I believe that was 31 seconds. Um, lot to look at in those 31 seconds. Um, I guess, you know, you guys will have to watch it. Little spoilers here. Uh, we see Johnny with major bruises on his face, as well as Crease with a bloodied up nose. Uh, we see Robbie in the DOC outfit and Miguel yeah. kind of resurrect out of the coma. So there's going to be definitely a lot of things to see there, I think. And just looks like a jam-packed action season. Absolutely thrilled that we have season four confirmation already with that. So just yeah. a little point there. And then it looks like you see Hawk in the white too. Uh, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he didn't. No, I don't think Hawk got locked up. I don't know. He was in those white shorts, like shirtless, like standing over somebody bloody. So yeah, I maybe. Know, I, I don't know if it's because of that incident, but he might fucking yeah. Then that we did get re- reveal that Miguel eventually does come out of his coma, which is great because I know Miguel is your favorite character, which he's a badass character. Like, yeah, John Clark. Yeah, and we meet him at the first season, and you know. <laughs> Kind of well, not weird little kid. He's just you know, just average Joe just wants to be noticed and then you know, learns karate and fuck them to do. Yeah, Miguel is a great character. Definitely, I think. Obvi- I mean, obviously interpreted as a representation of Daniel in the original film. Yeah. Um, a, a little uh, interpretation on my end of that hawk thing. Even though he was standing over somebody bloodied, I'm maybe thinking that the white pants could be a symbolization of a switch to Miyagi-Do over Cobra Kai, um, as their uniforms are white. So that could be a possible thing there. <clears throat> no. Well, I mean, their their practice. I also their practice Their practice skis, though, for Cobra Kai are white, too. So, yeah. The lighting and like the wall color, mm-hmm. it just seemed like Cobra Kai definitely. It just seemed like an incarceration place. Yeah. Well, if you've ever been like pretty much the same color. <laughs> yeah. That fucking off eggish white fucking <laughs> fucking shit. Definitely. I saw that back like roof and shit. Because they were a high school or a fucking or a prison. <laughs> right. Like it. You're fucking right. You're already seen one guy in the. In the the DLC shit, so I mean, could have been another. Yeah. All right, and with that, we are gonna close out movies and TV and move on to games. Uh, I personally don't have really anything prepared much for games, but I know Isaac, you had you were just talking about some shit earlier <laughs> before we started this, so I'm going to leave that to you. I forgot, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess I can sort of. Make make something up on the fly since we've been watching a lot of a lot more a couple more PS5 reveals. Um, Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man is getting the PS5 treatment and remastered version, which we watched the trailer for that and it look and some of the gameplay for that. It looks it looks pretty clean. I'm not gonna lie, like the like the the graphics for the PlayStation are looking pretty good right now. 
Yeah, like fuck off and everything. That's it. Like 4K. But I mean, like, if you don't have it, like, what's the highest? What is it? Still 10, 1080p or whatever? Something like that. Unless you get the PS4 Pro, in that case, it's 4K. Like, what is it? I don't even understand what 4K is. Like, it's 4. Uh, 4K. I'm looking it up right now. 4K resolution refers to horizontal display resolution, approximately 4,000 pixels. 4,000 squares. Yeah. Where like the 1080p is like basically the. That's that means 10. 1080 pixels. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know graphics. <clears throat> graphics have don't get me wrong. Graphics have fucking evolved over time. Oh yeah, for sure. Just, Since the fucking olden days of Mario. Yeah. For over the last, I would say five years. Maybe. I don't know. Is someone of the backgrounds getting better? I mean, I yeah. Get, like their background work is getting a lot better, but it's it's like how much fucking more crystal clear. You know, how much more can you get? Like, where is yeah. That? Like, I was playing Assassin's Creed 3. I was playing the remastered edition the other day, and the graphics for it look fucking amazing, but the gameplay is still shit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but this, like, this beautiful game, and the gameplay is like shit. So it's like... Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed 3 is still one of my favorite games in the series, but the combat for it was just not that great. Yeah. And it's like, why would I want to buy... If I already have Spider-Man... The regular game for the PS4. Why don't I fucking buy it again for the PS5? Just because it's fucking. It's supposed to look better. Yeah. Like, this game should look fucking better already. Well, then it's probably not gonna be backwards compatible though with the PS5. If they're gonna release it for the for the PlayStation 5, then. That would be bullshit. I'd be pissed. Like, why would I have this game for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation? Like, I have to buy the remastered version to play it. So fucking. That's some poor shit. I don't. I don't think they'll do that though. I think it'll. It'll just, you'll just fucking play it on 1080p. Yeah. The newer version will play on 4K. <laughs> the cars are a little tiny. Yeah. I paid $60 for this fucking game. What cars can you share here? Yeah. But speaking of uh, games with, or games with shitty graphics, um, now this is about uh, a character that's coming to Super Smash Bros., which... Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for their next DLC character. And I say shitty graphics in a game just because of the character. It's fucking Minecraft Steve. Like, that's the next fighter for it. And I, j- I just don't understand why. I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I watched some of the combat for it. And it's just like, okay, there were no... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it is. Uh, I mean, you, you can't really... You can't really shit on... Well, I guess you can, but I mean... That's the way fucking Minecraft is supposed to look. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like this polished fucking, uh, fucking beautiful looking game. It's supposed to be fucking blocks. Bare bones block game that you can barely create shit with. So, yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've spent way too much time on Minecraft. Yeah. Um, but I don't, like you said, I don't see this character as like a fight, like a fighter character. No. Like, like, there were so many better screen. characters that you could have used. This motherfucker gets blown up by a fucking cactus or yeah. a fucking pixel, pixel, uh, fucking pickle. Whatever the fuck, pixel, pixel, or pickle. 
fucking whatever the fuck those creepers. Yeah, fucking they're fucking what do they look like? Fucking square pickles. Yeah. They're walking they're walking cactuses. Yeah. And then fucking he gets blown up by him. And then you want him to go fight fucking Star Fox and Mario and all this shit. And fucking Snake and Mega Man and just basically all these other yeah, fucking different characters. Thirty-seven motherfucking. Right? Oh no, sword. dude. Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has a sword, but it's fucking square. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess. I mean, they have other characters that aren't like fucking. <clears throat> I guess like super, like combaty. I guess. No, because they had because they had a couple of characters. Yeah, fucking the paper boy, in there, don't they? Uh, paper boy. Like it's a fucking ass. Oh, you're thinking. Oh no, you're thinking of uh, Ness, which he's he's a character from uh, this game series called. Fuck, I can't even think of it right now. But yeah, he's fucking. He has a hat and he throws papers at people, right? No, he has psychic powers. It was like it was a late it was a later nineties game. I just can't remember what the fuck it was. I can't remember what the fuck it was called right now. Earthbound. That's what it was called. It still looks like a paper boy, right? Yeah. Okay. But still, look, that motherfucker. I know there are a lot of characters recent that they added recently that I don't really know how I feel about. Like they added on Banjo and Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to the game, right? You got it. <laughs> yeah. Another <laughs> character that they say they added Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, um, yeah, another character I feel like that they, that I don't know why they added on. It was a uh, duck hunt, like the actual dog and the duck. No. Yeah, like they had this character in from the last gen system for the DS and the Wii U. I was like, just like, are actually, you can actually like fight with them. Yes. Okay. I guess. I guess you can add Minecraft. Oh, you have a duck and a dog. I guess. Like, what is that? It, it's Nintendo. They don't know. It, it's just a bunch of craziness over at Nintendo. Well, yeah, you're adding a duck. Like, what, like, what are their combat moves? Like, one pecks and one bites and scrap, like, one barks? Like, I don't know. <laughs> now, you can uh, start to summon, like, other vintage cartoons and, like, other vintage oh, so, so, video yeah. games, like uh, Wild Gunman, uh, stuff like that, from the old classic oh, Nintendo era. So, it's era. Like a classic Nintendo characters. Yeah. Like, characters. Yeah. So kind of like a Shang Tsung? Sort of. So you can be basically more of another fucking Nintendo character. Yeah. Speaking. Okay. Yeah, speaking, oh. speaking of Mortal Kombat, we did just get some more information on the next uh, DLC pass that's coming out. I'm going to take that over to Jacob. Oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, thanks to Isaac for informing me on this, because I didn't actually exactly know the characters that were coming out. Um, but we got Melina. We have yeah. Rain coming, and we have Sylvester Stallone, John Rambo coming. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> possibly. Uh, possibly voiced by Sylvester Stallone. That is, John Rambo is confirmed, but, you know, the voicing, as we saw with Arnold Schwarzenegger, is always motion. Yeah. Um, so, my take on this, I, I do like the addition of the classic characters. Of course, Rain, Melina, John Rambo, not a bad Um, I... <laughs> You know, of course, like, I'm not even going to get into it because there's no current speculation in Mortal Kombat 12 or anything with the Injustice series. Um, 
But I would just kind of like to see us get back to, like, a very large Armageddon or MK3 Ultimate-style character board um, with all these classic characters. You know, it's like uh, one of my, a couple of my favorite characters that have been missing from these games forever, excluding the Mortal Kombat 10 pre-order and the MK9 PC edition, were Kintaro and Goro. These characters yeah. that are such a part of classic lore. I've been kind of um, another one, Onaga, you know, um, even Blaze, I would maybe like to see make a return. I've just been kind of lacking on those and wondering, I guess, where, you know, these characters kind of from the MK3D era are, these characters that we've come to know and love, especially people like me, you know, growing up playing these games. So that's just kind of my take on it. I like the addition of the classic characters, but I'd like to see even more classic characters come in. Yeah, like that. But I think that's what they're going to try to do now with what the, the storyline in this one is, because there's a lot of time travel and fucking backpedaling and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think they'll... Because I, I think they're supposed to be like... Um, I think I think the, the name of the next DLC pass is also supposed to be like called Timelines or something. Yeah. It's, like, it's going to be like another... It's going to be like another um, like Aftermath download. So it'll be like another chunk of a story. And then, like, I think another three characters. Yeah, I liked the aftermath. Um, can I just say one thing? Uh, personally, I just didn't like the MK11 storyline. I didn't think it was the best with Kronika and stuff like that. Please just, you know, any speculation comes out, just give us an Onaga the Dragon King storyline with the, uh, you know, infected Elder Gods uh, possessing him. Just give us that storyline. Please stop with the time travel. Uh, I don't think they tried to do that kind of, I guess like I said, try to clean up the line and stuff like that and just kind of another way to reintroduce other characters and stuff like that. So. Yeah, but more news, we're going to cover more news on that when we get more news on that, so. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be a good addition. Um, I like Another thing on the <laughs> like expanded universe, I think they're going to, it'll be dope. If they like bring back like the other characters like from Ten. If they bring back uh, the Xenomorph and like the Predator. Oh yeah. They'll have like John Rambo and fucking uh, the Terminator and fucking Predator make it a whole entire like big eighties like, movie like, like, thing. Movie fucking that would be dope. And That's actually have, like all the classic characters. Yeah. Isn't there a fucking RoboCop in there too? That's actually what I've been noticing with this DLC pass. They've been doing like a lot of like eighties movies for for their. Yeah, for the for, last, the, for their DLC. Couple years. There's a lot of them. They were bringing a lot of the uh, uh, slashers back. Yeah, that's yeah, 10. yeah. Ten was the horror movie. Um, deal was the horror movie pack, which you had. Uh, Michael Myers. No, not Michael Myers. You had Jason. You yeah, had. Uh, yep, Jason, Leatherface, Alien, Predator, and with this one, I'm sort of feeling more of the vibes of an '80s action yeah. movie. So Terminator, uh, RoboCop. Ash from Ash from uh, the Evil Dead was in talks. I think they, I think they might still do it. Yeah, they're just trying to, they're just trying to keep us guessing. Yeah, I think they just do the rainbow. Yeah, like I said, like I said keep us guessing. Uh, people always getting files and then leaks and like, oh, look at all this code in here and shit. Something yeah. Like Some people are ridiculously smart. Fuck yeah. 
But yeah, speaking of uh, video games and such, uh, the we just got the price for the extended storage on the Xbox Series X, and holy fucking shit, what the fuck? Two hundred and twenty bucks just for a fucking terabyte? No, thank you. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still probably gonna get the Xbox Series X compared to the PS5, just because, like we covered last time, with um, uh. With the Xbox Series X, with uh, Microsoft just buying Bethesda and stuff, so they're gonna have a lot more of those exclusives. But I mean, they have a fifty. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, it's like. But yeah, two hundred twenty bucks for one terabyte. It's not, and like, and like you were, like you're constantly saying after all that shit's done, it's not even gonna be a full terabyte. It's only gonna be like what eight hundred gigs. Yeah. Like, because with all the system downloads and stuff like that, you're only getting it at 802 on the uh, Series X. And then with the fucking PlayStation 5 not being a whole terabyte, you're going to get like six, like 660 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's at 662. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's some, that's some bullshit. Because it's like, you're only going to be able to download like six games. If that, maybe five. Cause it's like with those extended storages, like the games are gonna get bigger. Yeah. Like they're gonna be more than fucking, you know, fucking fifty terabytes or fifty gigs and stuff like that. They're gonna be like 150, 200 gigs. So you know, fucking two games is three hundred gigs. <laughs> you know, four games is you know. I mean, if that that if if, if I mean, if you're buying nothing but PS5 titles, cause they're gonna they're gonna fucking polish them up. Well, hopefully polish them up. But they're gonna fucking be all like this pretty and shit like that, and they're gonna be some high fucking gigabytes. So you're, you know, oh, you're basically gonna have to get an extended storage eventually. And then with PS or the Series X extended storage, they're gonna fucking fuck you on that because, like, it's only gonna be able to, it's only gonna be able to process the next gen games. So yeah, it's not gonna be like. Not gonna work very well for your uh, for your uh, last gen game. So uh, I don't know. It's a fucking crappy. It's it's fucking video game season. So I mean, it's always those console wars and stuff like that. So I mean, it's I mean, we'll have to see once the. I mean, they're gonna make those adjustments too once everything's out and played with and fully out there. So yeah. I mean, We'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to fucking buy it and test it out and see how really it is, I guess. Keep the receipt. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, that's going to close it out for video games, and we are going to jump straight into comics. Uh, really, we've been talking a lot about the about a lot about Dark Knight's death metal a lot on, this, on our podcast. Uh, we're going to sort of move off of that main story to... A new series that came out earlier, earlier a couple months ago, The Joker War, which we've been reading up and watching a lot about that, and it just looks fucking insane. Yeah, I'm multiple Jokers. And- oh no, no, you're thinking of three Jokers, which is another, which is another great storyline that's pretty good too. But yeah. Oh, the Joker Wars uh, uh, when he came out in the bat armor. Yeah. With the uh, the uh, 
all the art, and the writing, and the painting on it. Yeah. And then the uh, fucking Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, uh, Joker War is the Joker uh, takes on a full on, starts a full on war with Batman, hitting him where he lives. You know, taking out his family, taking his money, having having access to all of his toy, all of his tech and stuff. Basically, uh, arming the people, all of his followers in Gotham to just cause as much chaos, havoc as he can. And the art style behind it, the story writing is just fucking fantastic. I love every single minute of it. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And he hits, like, Batman where he's living. Like, basically where it hurts, like, being Batman. Yeah. Well, I guess being Batman and Bruce Wayne, like, being that whole persona, because he takes all money and fucking this tech and, like, everything from it. Yeah. Just basically, basically, like, that's such Starts the Joker War. Like, you know, how are you gonna beat this war? I have all the stuff that you need to beat me. Yeah, but I mean, it's Batman. I mean, he's gonna have to take down because he uses basic training. Like, you know, you all that training, like, it kind of made you Batman, but it didn't like make you Batman. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, it's Batman. I mean, there's a shit ton of tie-ins for this comic, too. You got Batman number uh, 95, which is the Joker War Part 1, going all the way to Batman number 100 for the finale. Then you got the tie-ins with Batgirl, issues 47 through 50, Catwoman uh, 25 and 26, Detective Comics issues uh, 1022 through 1026, Harley Quinn issue 75, Nightwing issues 73, through 75 and Red Hood and the Outlaws issue 48. So that's a lot of that's a lot of big tie-ins for an event like this. Oh yeah. I mean, if you think of Joker took over all that other stuff, I mean the the family would have to take care of the city. Oh yeah. So, so I mean with with that big of an event, you know, there'd have to be some some uh, ripple effects in the other And the other aspects, yeah, of the city and shit like that, especially Catwoman. Like, oh, here's, you know where you know where Bruce was staying. Yeah, you know where he was at. I think at that point they were actually. I think at that point Batman and Catwoman were actually married, so. So she had access to that money too. So that's, I think that's where Joker got the money. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, definitely something to check out. If you're, if you're, yeah. If you're a and that's pretty much all we really have for comics. We didn't really prepare for this. This is sort of a on-the-fly uh, yeah. recording session tonight. Like I said, with everything being so hectic and everything in our personal lives with work, stuff like that, we just haven't been on a good schedule to upkeep with this yeah. oh we've been watching uh shit on the star wars comics too oh yeah star wars comics uh the vader yeah. yes definitely read the vader comics yeah. from marvel they are definitely they are definitely very good reads in my opinion well me being a, well, with me being the big star wars fan that i am 
just it introduced a lot of like good lore to it personally. Like I don't know if, if I ever showed you this, but this comic series for uh, Darth Vader yeah. actually introduced how the how the Sith actually obtained their red lightsaber crystals. Ooh. Yeah, so I can give you the quick little rundown on that, and it's a whole different lore because originally. I mean, they gave me they gave me more of a background on the Sith and stuff like too, like the uh, the rule of two, the rule of two stuff like that, or like uh, how they kept like killing each other and stuff like that to gain power. Like they were just power hungry people. Yeah. Like the, how the the uh, the power of two or whatever, like how it works. Like one that is like there's like, always one to to have the knowledge and one to seek like, it. Yeah. It was almost like a teaching student aspect. Yeah. It kind, of, it kind of made, you know, all the other stuff make a little more sense and stuff like that. So, I mean, it goes in detail. And, um, a lot of the stuff we're watching goes a lot of detail, like the backstories and stuff like that. And, like, how they how they ended up in that moment and stuff like that. So, that's what I kind of like about it. Like, you know, it kind of goes like, it's like, yeah, it goes like back and forth and stuff. So, you kind of learn a, little, a lot more, a lot more of the lore and stuff like that. So, yeah. Those those are definitely some. If you're into Star Wars and you want to learn, or if you're not into Star Wars, I don't know. I mean, if you like Star Wars, just definitely read the comics. The comics are where that they fucking they give you a lot more fucking information than, than the movies or the or yeah. the shows. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much we're gonna end out with comics and straight on to toys, which is I believe Isaac always Isaac's favorite. Hasbro's releasing two Megazords, fucking the original fucking Mighty Morphin Power Ranger one, which looks awesome. Looks like detachable and stuff like that. But um, just like the old school ones, where it does it looks a lot, it looks a lot more high quality. Yeah. Back, well, I don't know. The back of the day, those toys were fucking. They were pretty. They were pretty like quality made toys. I mean, they were like mostly plastic and stuff like that, but. I mean, they were adorable. Like, they they were they were made to last. Yeah, you still see some of them around. So, but these ones look like a like a lot more like detail and stuff like that. I think they might be some of them might be diecast and stuff like that. So yeah, like the diecast little metal part. So, um, there and the uh, the other Zord is uh, Thunder Megazord, which looks awesome. Comes with eight hands and fucking a spear and the fucking what was it? Again? Eight hands, a spear, and a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Straight to your mouth, bitch. You know, so uh, it looks, uh, it looks, they both look pretty. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. And a little, and here's my uh, cut for the for the toys tonight. Um, I I work at Wal- Me and Jacob actually both work at Walmart. I went through the uh, electronic section. I told you about these. Uh, they had, uh, they had a two pack of. The original 1990 like action figures for the turtles, like oh yeah, like yeah. Hasbro uh, released those as uh, two packs. You got a Leonardo and a Donatello in one pack, then a Raphael and a Michelangelo. They came with the like the interchangeable hand hands that you could use for po- for posing if you're. Because I got a buddy that builds like uh, robot kits and stuff, and he takes pictures of it and stuff like that. So. And oh, yeah. each turtle came with their own little slice of pizza too, which I thought was just fucking great. That is pretty dope. 
And those were like the uh, like the movie like the, the movie like the movie version of Turtles, right? Yep, the, the 1990 original movie. Yeah, I think I've seen uh, I've seen a picture of them, but I was like, damn. And then they're at Walmart. Yeah, which I can tell you the price. It is about twenty four ninety nine plus tax, so which around twenty five, twenty six dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a game over hangover podcast without mentioning the Funko Pops. Isaac, yeah. take it away. Oh yeah, they're releasing new street art uh, Funkos. Have a they're gonna have a Miles Morales and then that just seen they're gonna have a Daredevil one. So those look dope. Yeah. I love street art and stuff like that. So I just I mean they're like this face of the character lines with fucking graffiti all over them, kinda like a fucking subway and shit. I was like, dude, they look pretty dope. I mean, I like that they're doing other characters too. Daredevil and stuff like that. I could have seen it. I've seen it with the Miles Morales because I mean, he was kind of a he's a hacker and stuff like that. So yeah, but that's dope. They're doing. I mean, they're getting their hands on everything. So oh crap! I forgot it was yeah. These were being released as New York Comic Con 2020 exclusives because it's because it is because October is usually around the month that. Comic Con happens for New York. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's like usually early October, right? Usually about this time, right? It is. It is. Yep. It is. It is game virtual con. Oh yeah. So it takes place. Yep. Take actually takes place tomorrow, tomorrow through the eleventh. So we might have some more information for you guys next time. No, it's October eighth through the eleventh. So oh, tomorrow is the eighth. So it's this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we're gonna have a lot of good information coming out of this too for next for next time. So. Uh. Yeah. Because. Because me and Isaac are going on a trip for his birthday coming up. Oh yeah, it's always always fun shenanigans on during Isaac's birthday. Yeah. I say we're doing a Star Wars themed pub crawl in Detroit this year. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. If not, we'll find something to do. Oh yeah. 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 I'm looking at more information and stuff, so we'll plan that. Yeah. But yeah, that that pretty much uh, ends it up for toys tonight. Um, now we're just gonna go on and just talk about what what we liked about tonight's episode. Um, we're gonna start off with Isaac. Isaac, go ahead. Um, well, it's probably the the, the toys. Yeah. Because it's close to my birthday, so probably get some presents. And hopefully, they will. Be yeah. Something. I don't know. But yeah, probably the toys. I mean, I've, I've wanted to own the Megazord for a while. I'll say. Like yeah, that. I'm not going to lie. I almost got you the Thunder Megazord from GameStop a couple years ago. I went with the Morpher instead. That's cool. I like that. my Morpher. Morpher should be the one. That's because I got both coins. 
that movie in the in the original Mighty yeah. Morphin. And I have my fucking Blade Blaster. And then I got my, my power staff with the AK my gold power staff. You're welcome. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah, that's always the problem. You always want one for your collection and one for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're toys. They're meant to be played with. Honestly, I just like hanging out with some of my best buds. <laughs> you know I gotta be cheesy like that. <laughs> Although I'm not nacho cheesy anymore since I don't work at Taco Bell. But uh, no, just uh, discussing about the movies, like we said, uh, we did focus a lot on Spider-Man, and we do like our Spider-Man here. So know, just he's a, he's another, great, uh, another great superhero. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much Marvel's baby right there. Like, whenever anyone generally thinks of Marvel, the first person that pops into their head is Spider-Man. So, yeah. except for, well, except for nowadays, because, you know, you got the Avengers and stuff, stuff like, like that. that. But, I mean, he was the one that was put in people's face, like, with the, the first Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah. I think he's been the only uh, superhero Maybe. that's been rebooted... Around the I same mean, as Batman. Much, yeah, that's pretty much. Um, I think that's pretty much what started kind of like the super, like re revamp the superhero genre. Genre. Yeah. I, mean, I think X Men tried to do. Was X Men before that? I think X Men was before, wasn't it? Yeah, X Men was before because Spider Man came out in two thousand two. Uh, X Men came out in two thousand. Because this is the because the Funko actually released uh, 20th year anniversary pops okay, for so the X Men movies. Been, it would probably been X Men. So yeah, it would probably been X Men. But I don't know. I think I technically think, Blade started it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think uh, Spider Man was the one that fucking like boosted. Like X Men was good, but then fucking Spider Man came out and it was just like. Uh, I, if you want to go through like the actual line, I think it was X Men came out in two thousand. Yeah. Uh, when they when when did Hulk come out? Like, Hulk came out in two thousand three. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So Hulk, I think uh, Daredevil came out in two thousand. No, it was two thousand three. My bad. Daredevil. Yeah, but then you also had movies like Fantastic Four. When did that come out? Uh, that came out in two thousand five, I think, because I was in theater. I was in theater. I was. I remember watching it in theaters when it first came out. Everything and they got. They all got them. 
their sequels and shit like that. So yeah, then it got rebooted with the with the MCU. X three, X Men: Days of Future Past, and all the Wolverine one shots. Spider-Man was that like the first two were great, and the three was fucking shitty. I mean, I mean, yes, Captain, but but they 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 were smart and fucking and was like, okay, we're not gonna make any more of these. Well, Where that... X-Men was like, okay, we're gonna make like four more of these. Like after, I guess after what was it? Did did uh did uh Origins come after X two? Uh, no, X-Men. X three came after X Men Origins Wolverine came out after X Men three. That sort of gave us our, well, yeah, Wolverine origin, and then they sort of took off from that and giving um giving another X Men origin with uh, X Men First Class in two thousand eleven. Yeah, that's what they should. Yeah, they went. The people were tired of X Men movies, but they went. Yeah. I mean, X-Men Days of Future Past is still one of my favorites, though. That one is, I feel like, is perfection right there. Because it combines both the old generation and the new, and the younger generation of X-Men. Because you got the young versions of Magneto and Professor X, and then you still got... Oh, you Yes, I mean, dude, fucking Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, along with James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, dude. Like, you cannot deny the sheer... Uh, fuck, what, what the fuck's that bitch's name? Jeffrey Lawrence. Oh, fuck, uh, what's her name? Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Yeah. I think there was a black... Oh, there was a fucking Holly Berry. Holly Berry in that shit. And, uh, fucking... <laughs> The midget dude, uh, fuck. <coughs> I can't think of his name. Yes, I can't remember. Peter, Peter, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> but no, that was just... He was the scientist. But yeah, if you watch it, though, you definitely watch the Rogue Cut. That one is a lot better, in my opinion, because it has the extended cuts and a lot of the alternate, alternate shit, too. Spider-Man thing, um, but yeah, I think like he basically, I guess, I, like I said, X-Men, X-Men, I think got started like to kick it off, and then Spider-Man kind of like amped it up, yeah, and, like kind of gave it more, more of a, more of a push. So then they're like, okay, yeah, now we can do X-Men two and three, and then Spider-Man two and shit. So yeah, but you know, especially fucking like, uh, uh. Anime series, the Spider-Man. Yeah, Marvel Spider-Man. That yeah. that series is pretty good. Yeah, and I mean that's pretty much it. I grew up on that fucking that, that Black of Hour. You got fucking uh, Batman the animated series. You got Spider-Man the animated series. That was on Fox X-Men. Fox Kids, wasn't it? Yeah, you got X-Men, and then you got fucking Power Rangers. So that, that's the fuck. <laughs> that's pretty much all I was watching when I grew up. That's that fucking, Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah. I love the animated series. Like, the shit. Like, the shit. So, 
I mean, the movie and the movie's not fucking good. And fucking, oh, the Spider-Man's, and the games are badass, so fucking Spider-Man's badass. So. Hell yeah. Like I said, we love a Spider-Man. All right, uh, moving over. Jacob, Jacob, what was your favorite topic of discussion tonight? <clears throat> oh, shit. Um, I guess a little, uh, actually some of the smaller topics we covered for me were the uh, bigger hits that, in my mind, that I like. Uh, so, obviously, <laughs> first and foremost, for me, Cobra Kai, like, little bit fanboy of this cheesy 80s reboot type series, but I just, I can't get over it. It was just binge-watched for me um, all uh, 20 episodes straight, uh, no breaks, so that was how I watched that show. Um, and another one, I guess, would be the Mortal Kombat characters, and just huge MK fanboy. I, gr- I grew up, I think I first played Mortal Kombat Armageddon when I was seven years old, so this this huge uh that they're keeping the franchise alive and adding on to that so that was a good one and then oh yeah and i mean i've played that yeah i mean i've played that first game you know the handheld yes the difference is just insane yeah. Um, and then I guess the other little point, I'm just all about kind of, uh, <laughs> exposing companies for price gouging. So, you know, I guess another little point I liked was to kind of point out that ridiculous price on the Xbox external storage and then the, uh, kind of just Disney Plus's little racket there with the whole pay our subscription and $30, $30 for a movie. You know, when you could just, you could straight up go to a movie theater for cheaper than that to go see I that know. movie. So I thought that would make a release. I think I, I figured it would go to something like that. Like, you'd have to rent it. I mean, it right. makes sense. Like, right. You know, but, like, for, like, $10. Yeah. Max. Yeah. $9.99. That's the max. Yeah. So, those bucks, are my points. 15 bucks. I, I could see. I, yeah. And, I, I can't do that, you know. And the thing that I've been hearing a lot, I mean, I actually haven't watched Mulan yet. Like, the, that's my thing with the live-action remakes for Disney. They're not that great. They took our like compared to like the original material, they're not that fucking great, and that's all I've been hearing about this Mulan movie. I heard it was a big fucking flop. No Mushu. I don't want to risk it because well, I guess they're telling me they're good. Of course, they're gonna say it's gonna be like yeah. Well, I don't. But the people really anybody that's actually good. I can watch it. Yeah, because no one wants to pay thirty dollars to watch this. Yeah. Yeah, they're all people like so. I don't really know anybody who's watched it unless they fucking. Yeah, like a fire stick or something. They bootleg that shit real quick. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a buddy, I got a buddy that actually said that she watched it. So she said that it could have been a lot better, but <laughs> that's just my whole entire vibe about the live action Disney remakes in general. Yeah. So I mean, see this one, I don't think. Okay, I, see this one, this Mulan wasn't a re, like a, like a re, like a re. I'm trying to get this right, like, because, like, I'm fucking, uh, Jane's out of the What's the difference between a reboot and a remake? So, it's, it's, it's not like a remake, kind of like the other ones where they were basically made, like, kind of, like, trying to be shot for shot of what the other movies were, like, Beauty and the Beast and fucking Lion King and stuff like that. They were trying to be more, more accurate with the material. This is kind of more of, like, a remake, like, a kind of reimagining of, of the Mulan story, so this is more like a dark and gritty kind of, you know. It is exactly that. As somebody who's seen the movie, um, 
Uh, no, no, no. Uh, once again, please, no copyrights. We don't own any rights to it, obviously, but again, Stremio. Shout out to Stremio. Thanks for the, uh, you know, if you give me 50 cents in McChicken, I'll continue this advertising. Um, anyway, no, they, they uh, took out Mushu. There's no Mushu. So yeah. you're going to tell me Mulan without Mushu is supposed to be any sort of good? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say what uh, Maddie did. I'm just going to shit on these live action remakes and say they're just not the fucking same, man. No, if you're going to tell me that I'm supposed to stand Mulan without Mushu's humor, no. No, it's more, like, it's, it's the more serious side of it. Yeah, like, uh, like, I want, I don't know, Isaac, you haven't watched uh, live-action Mulan yet, have you? No. I, I think it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of feel. For yeah, because I watched it, and my big problem with that movie was, Jafar was not evil. They turned him into a little fucking bitch in that movie. The parrot was more terrifying than Jafar. He was a whiny little bitch, and I'm just like... That was the main bad guy. Yeah, like, the original Aladdin movie, Jafar was just fucking... Like, he was villainous. Like, you could tell that he was the fucking villain. He was terrifying, he was... Yeah, that motherfucker drowned, bro. Yeah. Which... He did. He fucking Get rid of that motherfucker. Yeah. Real quick. All right, so... But yeah, that was pretty much our podcast for tonight. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, he's Isaac. That's Matt. And this has been the Game Over Hangover Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Have you guys a good night.